You're listening to SBS News. A new report from the Australian Institute of Health and Welfare reveals Australia spent nearly $48 billion on the health system's response to COVID-19 from 2019 to 2022. Jeff Callahan is the head of the Health Economics Unit at AIHW. He says that total estimated health spending on the response to COVID-19 in Australia represented 7.2% of total health spending, or $47.9 billion. Well, what this report is telling us is that Australia has spent $48 billion on the response to COVID, the health response to COVID, over the first three financial years of the pandemic. Uh, And that equates to about 7.2% of total health expenditure over the period. What we're trying to achieve is basically give the Australian public some information on the COVID expenditure, uh, government expenditure, expenditure by individuals, but also benchmark us against other countries so as we can compare how we fared in terms of expenditure, but also how we fared in terms of outcomes. Australia's health spending from 2020 to 2022 was 2% higher than expected. The Australian government spent an estimated $35.1 billion and states and territories an estimated $11.9 billion on the health system response to COVID-19. Governments spent $27.9 billion on primary care, including $6.1 billion on the vaccine rollout and $10.5 billion on public hospitals. Mr. Callahan says that though the total figure spent is sizable, Australia's expenditure was among the lowest in the world. While $48 billion does sound like quite a lot of expenditure, uh, when you put that in the context of how other countries fared during the pandemic, um, you can see that Australia's additional expenditure during the, the pandemic period was actually the seventh lowest compared to 36 other OECD countries. And then when you look at Australia's excess mortality compared to other countries during the pandemic, uh, Australia is actually the fifth lowest compared to 30 other countries. Individual Australians spent an estimated $878 million on pandemic-related services and items such as rapid antigen tests, personal protective equipment, sanitizer, prescription medications for COVID-19 treatment, and out-of-pocket spending on general practitioner services related to COVID-19. You don't want too much burden being placed on individuals when going through a stressful health shock like the pandemic. Um, So out-of-pocket expenditure for MBS, for example, was very low because there was a lot of bulk billing activity. Out-of-pocket expenditure for the PBS, for pharmaceuticals, also very low because that was covered by Medicare. Uh, So what was left was that uh, individuals had expenditure on things like their rat tests that they were buying from pharmacies, um, personal protective equipment like masks, face shields, and also respirators, um, but also hand hand sanitizer. So we saw quite a dramatic increase in expenditure on hand sanitizer as well. Nigel McMillan is a professor of infectious diseases and immunology at Griffith University. He explains why the expenditure was well worth it. Look, I think while most people think that the pandemic response was painful at times and and some people might think steps were unnecessary, the proof's really in the pudding in terms of our death rate uh, and our excess mortality, which is far, far lower than most countries 
uh, down at 117 in some polls. Just depends on which statistic you look at. So from that point of view, Australia has done really well in terms of our pandemic response. Australian Medical Association Vice President Dr. Danielle McMullen is also praising the government's response to COVID-19 and says the focus now should be to learn from past COVID-19 lessons. Australia did show a remarkable response to the COVID-19 pandemic on a worldwide stage. Uh, We did have a generally good public health response uh, and our spending on a worldwide level uh, was was rather efficient. Of course, that didn't keep us immune from challenges and we know there's various reviews at the moment about that response and we always need to learn from the way we've done things and be better prepared for next time Uh, and certainly some of of the impacts of the public health health measures on the community, uh, the effects on our health sector, and how we can be better prepared should this happen again are all things that we now need to focus our attention on. Australia is currently facing a wave of COVID-19 cases driven by the Omicron subvariant BA 2.75, also known as Centaurus. This subvariant is highly transmissible but causes less severe illness than the previous variants. Despite that, vaccine rates across Australia are down. Across Australia, 97.7% of those aged 16 and over have received at least one dose of COVID-19 vaccine, while 96.2% have had a second dose. 69.7% have had a third dose, and only 26.9% have had a fourth, according to covidlife.com.au, which gathers COVID-19 data. Dr. McMullen has a warning for all. In Australia at the moment, it does seem like we're headed for another COVID Christmas. Uh, We're unfortunately seeing increased rates of COVID-19 across the country. Now, fortunately, it does look like most people with this new strain of COVID-19 are only uh, experiencing a minor illness. But of course, there can still be significant and severe consequences, particularly for those who are ageing in our population and people living in nursing homes or other aged care facilities. Uh, So the strong message to people is that COVID is still out there in the community. Uh, We shouldn't be out and about when we're feeling unwell and particularly not visiting hospitals or aged care facilities if you've got symptoms of COVID-19. In January of 2022, the seven-day average of COVID-19 infections was 107,279. Now, in November of 2023, the seven-day average is 1,419 new infections nationwide. But that is no reason to be complacent and believe COVID-19 has ended, says Dr. McMullen. The race isn't over yet. COVID is certainly still there in the community and we are seeing new variants. And it's particularly dangerous uh, for people in aged care facilities or other people with underlying health problems. So we all can do our bit to reduce the spread of COVID-19 and certainly getting vaccinated, keeping your boosters up to date uh, and staying home if you're unwell are all parts of the things we can do as a community to reduce the impact of COVID-19. I think the vigilance on all things COVID has dropped a bit. People are obviously COVID fatigued uh, and that is a real challenge when trying to deliver healthcare services. Assam Al-Ghalib, SBS News.